We want to make more sales, right? If you're in business, that's what it's all about. Otherwise, well, it's just a hobby. That means we need more people to respond to our calls to action and click through on them. Download this, learn that, sign up to, buy this. But what happens when you're just not getting the conversions? You're not getting people taking the action. Well, that's what we're covering in today's episode. You're listening to Marketing Without Social Media with me, Viv Guy. The podcast for people who want more clarity, connections, and cash in their business. I'll be sharing with you proven techniques from leading entrepreneurs and experts from across the globe to help you to market without social media and to grow your business in a way that actually feels good to you. Welcome, welcome, everybody. So I've got a Costco card and I don't go very often, mainly because when I do, I want to buy the massive packs of pastries and cookies and yeah, snarf them to myself because, well, you know, cakes, pastries, I got a sweet tooth. But here's the thing. What I love in Costco is that they have these little pop-up stands around the store where you can taste products. I mean, I love it. I'm a Yorkshire lass, like, hello. <laughs> anyway, I mean, these are pretty cool, these pop-up stands, where they're like giving you like, tastes of different products. And I obviously love the food ones. And I, I'm going to be honest here. I pretty much once had my lunch there just on free samples and snacks. Please don't judge me. But I'd gone hungry and, you know, forgotten to have my lunch before I had to go out, as I do. And I'm Yorkshire. So free stuff, you know, I'm always going to take it. The point is, anyway, the point is not about my lunch. The point is that they do this to test products, to give their ideal clients, like their, who are their shoppers, a taste and see if it lands with them before they commit to a regular supply of this stuff. You see it with Dragon's Den. They get people doing this all the time, but there's this famous guy in the UK Back in the days when I used to watch Dragon's Den, there's this famous guy in the UK who created something called Reggae Reggae Sauce. It's called Levi. Oh my gosh, I forgot his last name. Levi someone. Google him. Anyway, a couple of the dragons invested in him. And what they did is like he had already got the supermarkets taking a small amount to see if it sells before they committed committed to being a, a, a like to regularly ordering and having him as a regular supplier. So that's something they did. And that's something I see happening all the time. And you will see when the people are there with the free samples and all that stuff, like, you know, do people want this? Are they going to buy it? Is it worth us saying yes? Is it worth us investing in this uh, product line? So what is the relevance of this? Well, if you're not getting the conversions, Okay, if you're not getting people clicking through on that next call to action, and I, I often talk about this as imagine the stepping stones over across a river. It was a gorgeous place. We always used to go as kids. And in fact, I was just there last year, met up with a couple of our friends and their, their son there, took our girls. We went over to Yorkshire last Easter. Yes, I don't live in Yorkshire anymore. So I went home. I love going back to Yorkshire. Went home to, to Yorkshire. Uh, we went and stayed over there uh, in the Easter holidays and met up with our friends at Bolton Abbey. So I love it. One of my favorite places. And there is a, a point across the river 
where there are these stepping stones. And that's always the picture I have in my mind when I talk about this. There's a bridge now as well, but the stepping stones. And in the in the summer, when it's warm, it's really nice to go across, but it's deep. Like it, it can be deep in places. So you, you need the stepping stones. And I want you to think of each conversion point within your, your, your customer journey, your pipeline, as a stepping stone, as a next step. And what I see a lot of the time happening, a big mistake is people will literally try and take people from one side to the other in one giant leap <laughs> instead of remembering they need to just move people along a step at a time, a step, a step at a time. So anyway, that's what we want. People taking those steps, those stepping stones, one at a time. And if you're not moving people along, if they're not moving along and those conversions aren't happening, so they're taking one step, then the next step, then the next step, then you're not going to be making the sales. They have to continually be moving along. And if they're not, it's usually because you haven't tested the demand for your thing first. Okay. And that doesn't necessarily mean your product isn't tested, your service. It can mean the messaging, the way it's packaged. Yeah. Because think about it, packaging, we test packaging all the time. Did this work or this work? We do it in business with our emails, A-B testing, A-B testing. How do people want to consume things? And let's just talk about what happens. And it's not just smaller businesses that do this. Cause, beer, lager, whatever, cause, the, the, the brewer, they created Rocky Mountain Spring Water in 1990. Yeah, caused the beer makers, created Rocky Mountain Spring Water, which launched in 1990, and it did not fare well. It turns out beer drinkers want only one thing from their favorite label. Yeah, beer. Even so, you know, with that flop, the company continues to be one of the world's largest brewers. But what was the mistake? Validation, baby. Yes, they did not validate. They didn't check. They didn't ask their consumers, their ideal clients. Like, do you want mountain spring water? No, we know you for beer. We like your beer. And I see people missing this step at every part of their journey. Creating a digital product, a group program, a one-to-one -one coaching offer. They create the whole thing. They invest in software, Kajabi. I love Kajabi. We've moved over to it at the end of last year. It's expensive but it's great so far. And in fact, one of my clients had done that before we started working together. He had created a couple of products, put them on Kajabi, had a checkout thing like cart thing on his website. And guess how many sales of this product he'd made? Zero. And he was investing over 150 pounds a month in software to host that. That's just crazy. Because here's the thing, it wasn't tested. Okay, it wasn't, it was not market led. This is one of the big lessons I learned from my first coach. I was like, oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do that. Da, 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 da. You know, when I had all these amazing ideas, she was like, that sounds great. But does the marketplace want it? Or do you just think they should want it? What is the demand for that? So we need to test. 
And this podcast is for those who want to make sales, to hit their enrollment targets from podcasting. So if you've got a high ticket coaching or group program and you want to be hitting five and enrolling five plus clients a month, making 10 to 15K a month in sales, in pounds, that's pounds, depending, convert, convert at your leisure. So let's talk about how we can do this. Number one, do not create a podcast, an opt-in, a webinar, until you have tested your core message. The problems, the primary problem that resonates with your ideal client, because here's the thing, you are a master at what you do. And that is going to mean that you solve more than one problem for your ideal clients. Like there's no two ways about it. I bet you can hands down tell me six things that people are are better off with as a result of working with you. Okay. Six things that people have that are better as a result of working with you. So yes, they might have more money. So people come to me, they want to make more sales. What else? What else is better? Well, their mindset's better. They feel better in themselves. Their relationships can be better because they're not so stressed about money and their mindset's like better, they're healthier. They are, you know, (laughs) they are problems that I solve. Is it something I kind of want to put out there? No, but it is a result. It is a result of the work we do. But there are more problems that we solve within what we do. So I solve problems around money, visibility, audience building, lead generation, all of this kind of stuff. There's multiple things, but I have to test which of those, which core message lands and resonates the most. Is it, do you want to make more sales? Do you want to break the feast to famine cycle? Do you want to enroll five high ticket clients into your evergreen group program every single month? Do you want to make 10 to 15K a month? There's different ways of saying that. And only when we test our core message Do we want to start thinking then about creating our marketing assets, our messaging, our content, okay? Your content has one purpose and that is to convert people into sales, to convert them. It is a conversion mechanism. That is what content is for. That is the purpose. And your podcast, your opt-ins, your webinars, these things, your workshops, They are all pieces of content. So do not create them until you have tested your core message, the language, the wording, the actual problem that resonates most with your ideal client and the result, the outcome that they want, that is the most relevant, the most, the the, the biggest thing that they desire. Okay, so we want problem and desire, problem and desire. Island A to island B. Island A, what are the problems? What are the struggles? What's going on right now? Island B, what are the desires? What do they want to get to? What is that? What are all those things? But which is the number one problem and the number one desire? That's what we want to be thinking about when we're creating our content. And then we want to test the different ways because there will be many different ways of packaging that up. It's packaging, baby. Packaging. So. Think about it with your episodes for your podcast. What can you do? Ask your audience in a poll. Don't leave this as an open question. Okay, you definitely don't want to leave this as an open question because people are unlikely to respond. Hey, what do you want to hear about in a podcast episode? But do you want to hear about 
audience growth? Do you want to hear about getting more engagement? Do you want to hear about how to create a really great webinar? Do you want to hear about how to conduct, hold a sales conversation with people? Do you want to learn about selling through chat? What is it you want to know? So I want to give you four points here, four points of how we do this. So number one, First, we want to make sure you have tested the main problems that you solve. Hopefully you've done this early on in your business, but there are a lot of people I speak to who have not tested it. Okay. They have not tested it. So this involves creating content around several different problems and looking at the data, which one gets the biggest response. So I work with someone who uh, helps people, perimenopausal women. Is it weight? Is it the lack of sleep, the fatigue? Which is it? Which is it the lack of libido? (laughs) What is the biggest problem that's going on for them right now? Like which gets the biggest response? And you can do this on your email list, on your socials, or you can fast test this to a cold audience through things like through plays on, on Facebook, which are really cheap. They're like one to two penny per video view. And they'll really help you gain clarity. Okay. So that's number one, test it, test it. Number two, once you know the main problem, it's time to come up with the idea and test the titles, test the wording. Again, we know what people respond to, okay? Create nothing yet, okay? So we can test this. We can test things like the idea for an opt-in title in a Facebook group. And Denise Duffield Thomas, uh, get rich, lucky bitch, she does this. I've seen that she's done this in her Facebook group. Hey, I just created a free guide on whatever the thing is. Like, what is the thing? I just created a free guide on how to manifest more money this month or whatever it might be. And she looks to see how many people say, I want this thing. She hasn't created it yet. Doesn't matter you haven't created it. You say to people, hey, yeah, cool. I'll have it to you in the week. Go create the damn thing after that. But test first. So you can do this really simply it will help you get a feel for the demand. Number three, create the thing. Just go do it. Don't agonize over it. You know what? You can improve these things as you go. Imperfect action. Just get it out there. And number four, create the landing pages. Okay. Don't create the landing page before you create the thing. So the landing page, if you're listening, is the place where someone clicks on a a link And it's the box where it says literally like name, email. So they get into your email list. Like it's the the place they enter their details and where you tell them about the thing. But I want you to create the thing first because once you create the thing and you create the language around the thing, the advert, okay, then you can create the landing page because the landing page should be there to literally Give your audience, the people that are clicking through, the confidence that they're in the right place. It's a place to reassure, not to convince. And this is a mistake I see people making all the time. Like, hey, here's an advert. Like, I've done it myself. Here's like, I don't know, 21 ways to market without social media. And then I spend my whole landing page convincing people why they should market without social media. Yes, I did that two and a half, three years ago convincing people like this is why but if I've got to convince them at that point that's unlikely they're going to click through literally you want them to have like 
21 ways, here's your thing, you click through 21 ways, this is why 21 ways is great, but you've already convinced them way before they get to that landing page of why, why they should go to your, your page to get your thing. So number four is create the landing page. So we've got four points there. So guys, validate, test, test, test it out before you try and create things. So if you're not getting the conversions, if people are not clicking through to your call to action or taking action on the various calls to action that you have, it is likely because there is something off and you have not tested within your messaging, your offer, your packaging, the way you're wrapping up what you do. So we need to go back and start there. Now, yes, when we get to our contents and we look at the, the structure of our, con, uh, our episodes, we do need to be thinking about like, what is the structure? How we work moving people along to encourage them to take that next step. And there is a specific structure we need to look at within our episodes. So how do you know if your call to action is working or not? Well, we have to define our conversion goal. We have to know what it is. Like, what is that goal? What does that look like? What does success look like? What is a good conversion? What is a bad conversion? And that's exactly what I'm covering on the next episode. So don't forget to subscribe to the show so you do not miss out when the new episodes drop. Now, if you're having problems with your conversions, which is something I see, it's really common, don't fret we can fix this. Okay. It does not mean you need to throw out your entire strategy. It generally means we need to make tweaks at various points within your customer journey, within your funnel. So if this is happening to you, book in a call, vivguide.com forward slash chat. It's entirely free. You get my eyes on your business for a whole whopping 45 minutes. Yes, 45 minutes. And you are going to walk away with gold from that call. Whether you decide and we decide together whether you want to work with me or not, you are going to walk away with gold so that you can start moving forward and making progress in your business right now. Let's get you out of the mud. Let's stop being stuck there and get you moving forward to create the business that you dream of and that you deserve. So thank you so much for listening today. If you love what you've heard, I would love for you to connect with me on Instagram at viv.guy. Share with me your biggest takeaway. And if you're up for it, guys, I know nobody likes to take the time to do it, but please do leave me a review and a rating. It helps other people struggling in their business right now to find this show. So all you got to do, tap the five stars, write me a sentence. And when you do, we know we automatically get a, an update at this end. I'm going to enter you into a free prize draw where you can win a 90 minute mentoring call with me. And we draw this at the end of every single month. So all you got to do, rate me, review me, 15 seconds of your time for a 90 minute mentoring call worth hundreds of pounds. Tune in next time where we are going to be talking all things, your conversion goals. How do you know what target to set? What should it look like? How do we know if it's performing well and what to do if it's not? So let's go get the needle moving in your business this week. Remember, dare do review, dare to try something new, experiment and do the thing. And when you do, review the results. I will see you on the next episode.